Limitations and Exceptions In many jurisdictions, copyright law makes exceptions to these restrictions when the work is copied for the purpose of commentary or other related uses. United States copyright law does not cover names, titles, short phrases or listings, such as ingredients, recipes, labels, or formulas. However, there are protections available for those areas copyright does not cover, such as trademarks and patents. Idea-expression dichotomy and merger doctrine. The idea-expression divide differentiates between ideas and expression, and states that copyright protects only the original expression of ideas, and not the ideas themselves. This principle, first clarified in the 1879 case of Baker v. Selden, has since been codified by the Copyright Act of 1976 at 17 U.S.C. Section 102b. The First Sale Doctrine and Exhaustion of Rights Copyright law does not restrict the owner of a copy from reselling legitimately obtained copies of copyrighted works, provided that those copies were originally produced by or with the permission of the copyright holder. It is therefore legal, for example, to resell a copyrighted book or CD. In the United States this is known as the First Sale Doctrine, and was established by the courts to clarify the legality of reselling books in second-hand bookstores. Some countries may have parallel importation restrictions that allow the copyright holder to control the aftermarket. This may mean for example that a copy of a book that does not infringe copyright in the country where it was printed does infringe copyright in a country into which it is imported for retailing. The first sale doctrine is known as exhaustion of rights in other countries and is a principle which also applies, though somewhat differently, to patent and trademark rights. It is important to note that the first sale doctrine permits the transfer of the particular legitimate copy involved. It does not permit making or distributing additional copies. In Kurtzang v. John Wiley and Sons Incorporated, in 2013, the United States Supreme Court held in a 6-3 decision that the first sale doctrine applies to goods manufactured abroad with the copyright owner's permission, and then imported into the U.S. without such permission. The case involved a plaintiff who imported Asian editions of textbooks that had been manufactured abroad with the publisher plaintiff's permission. The defendant, without permission from the publisher, imported the textbooks and resold them on eBay. The Supreme Court's holding severely limits the ability of copyright holders to prevent such importation. In addition, copyright, in most cases, does not prohibit one from acts such as modifying, defacing, or destroying one's own legitimately obtained copy of a copyrighted work so long as duplication is not involved. However, in countries that implement moral rights, a copyright holder can in some cases successfully prevent the mutilation or destruction of a work that is publicly visible. Fair Use and Fair Dealing Copyright does not prohibit all copying or replication. In the United States, the Fair Use Doctrine, codified by the Copyright Act of 1976 as 17 U.S.C. Section 107, permit some copying and distribution without permission of the copyright holder or payment to the same. The statute does not clearly define fair use, but instead gives four non-exclusive factors to consider in a fair use analysis. Those factors are The purpose and character of one's use The nature of the copyrighted work What amount and proportion of the whole work was taken, and The effect of the use upon the potential market for or value of the copyrighted work in the United Kingdom and many other Commonwealth countries, a similar notion of fair dealing was established by the courts or through legislation. The concept is sometimes not well defined, however in Canada, private copying for personal use has been expressly permitted by statute since 1999. In Alberta, Education, the Canadian Copyright Licensing Agency, Access Copyright, 
2012, the Supreme Court of Canada concluded that limited copying for educational purposes could also be justified under the fair dealing exemption. In Australia, the fair dealing exceptions under the Copyright Act 1968 are a limited set of circumstances under which copyrighted material can be legally copied or adapted without the copyright holder's consent. Fair dealing uses our research and study, review and critique, news reportage and the giving of professional advice, for example legal advice. Under current Australian law, although it is still a breach of copyright to copy, reproduce or adapt copyright material for personal or private use without permission from the copyright owner, owners of a legitimate copy are permitted to format shift that work from one medium to another for personal, private use, or to time shift a broadcast work for later, once and only once, viewing or listening. Other technical exemptions from infringement may also apply, such as the temporary reproduction of a work in machine-readable form for a computer. In the United States the ARA, Audio Home Recording Act codified in Section 10, 1992, prohibits action against consumers making non-commercial recordings of music, in return for royalties on both media and devices plus mandatory copy control mechanisms on recorders. Section 1008 Prohibition on certain infringement actions No action may be brought under this title alleging infringement of copyright based on the manufacture, importation, or distribution of a digital audio recording device, a digital audio recording medium, an analog recording device, or an analog recording medium, or based on the non-commercial use by a consumer of such a device or medium for making digital musical recordings or analog musical recordings. Later acts amended U.S. copyright law so that for certain purposes making 10 copies or more is construed to be commercial, but there is no general rule permitting such copying. Indeed, making one complete copy of a work, or in many cases using a portion of it, for commercial purposes will not be considered fair use. The Digital Millennium Copyright Act prohibits the manufacture, importation, or distribution of devices whose intended use, or only significant commercial use, is to bypass an access or copy control put in place by a copyright owner. An appellate court has held that fair use is not a defense to engaging in such distribution. EU copyright laws recognize the right of EU member states to implement some national exceptions to copyright. Examples of those exceptions are photographic reproductions on paper or any similar medium of works, excluding sheet music, provided that the right holders receives fair compensation. Reproduction made by libraries, educational establishments, museums or archives, which are non-commercial. Archival reproductions of broadcasts. Uses for the benefit of people with a disability. For a demonstration or repair of equipment. For non-commercial research or private study, and. When used in parody. Accessible copies. It is legal in several countries including the United Kingdom and the United States to produce alternative versions, for example, in large print or braille, of a copyrighted work to provide improved access to a work for blind and visually impaired people without permission from the copyright holder. Religious Service Exemption In the U.S. there is a Religious Service Exemption, 1976 Law, Section 110, namely performance of a non-dramatic literary or musical work or of a dramatico-musical work of a religious nature or display of a work, in the course of services at a place of worship or other religious assembly shall not constitute infringement of copyright. Transfer, assignment and licensing. A copyright, or aspects of it, for example reproduction alone, all but moral rights, may be assigned or transferred from one party to another. For example, 
A musician who records an album will often sign an agreement with a record company in which the musician agrees to transfer all copyright in the recordings in exchange for royalties and other considerations. The creator, an original copyright holder, benefits, or expects to, from production and marketing capabilities far beyond those of the author. In the digital age of music, music may be copied and distributed at minimal cost through the internet, however, the record industry attempts to provide promotion and marketing for the artist and their work so it can reach a much larger audience. A copyright holder need not transfer all rights completely, though many publishers will insist. Some of the rights may be transferred or else the copyright holder may grant another party a non-exclusive license to copy or distribute the work in a particular region for a specified period of time. A transfer or license may have to meet particular formal requirements in order to be effective, for example under the Australian Copyright Act 1968 the copyright itself must be expressly transferred in writing. Under the U.S. Copyright Act, a transfer of ownership and copyright must be memorialized in a writing signed by the transferor. For that purpose, ownership and copyright includes exclusive licenses of rights. Thus exclusive licenses, to be effective, must be granted in a written instrument signed by the grantor. No special form of transfer or grant is required. A simple document that identifies the work involved and the rights being granted is sufficient. Non-exclusive grants, often called non-exclusive licenses, need not be in writing under U.S. law. They can be oral or even implied by the behavior of the parties. Transfers of copyright ownership, including exclusive licenses, may and should be recorded in the U.S. Copyright Office. Information on recording transfers is available on the office's website, while recording is not required to make the grant effective, it offers important benefits, much like those obtained by recording a deed in a real estate transaction. Copyright may also be licensed. Some jurisdictions may provide that certain classes of copyrighted works be made available under a prescribed statutory license, for example musical works in the United States used for radio broadcast or performance. This is also called a compulsory license, because under this scheme, anyone who wishes to copy a covered work does not need the permission of the copyright holder, but instead merely files the proper notice and pays a set fee established by statute, or by an agency decision under statutory guidance, for every copy made. Failure to follow the proper procedures would place the copier at the risk of an infringement suit. Because of the difficulty of following every individual work, copyright collectives or collecting societies and performing rights organizations, such as ASCAP, BMI and SESIC, have been formed to collect royalties for hundreds, thousands and more, works at once. Though this market solution bypasses the statutory license, the availability of the statutory fee still helps dictate the price per work collective rights organizations charge, driving it down to what avoidance of procedural hassle would justify. Free licenses. Copyright licenses known as open or free licenses seek to grant several rights to licensees, either for a fee or not. Free in this context is not as much of a reference to price as it is to freedom. What constitutes free licensing has been characterized in a number of similar definitions, including by order of longevity the free software definition, the Debian free software guidelines, the open source definition, and the definition of free cultural works. Further refinements to these definitions have resulted in categories such as copyleft and permissive. Common examples of free licenses are the GNU General Public License, BSD licenses and some Creative Commons licenses. Founded in 2001 by James Boyle, Lawrence Lessig, and Hal Abelson, the Creative Commons, 
CC, is a non-profit organization which aims to facilitate the legal sharing of creative works. To this end, the organization provides a number of generic copyright license options to the public, gratis. These licenses allow copyright holders to define conditions under which others may use a work and to specify what types of use are acceptable. Terms of use have traditionally been negotiated on an individual basis between copyright holder and potential licensee. Therefore, a general CC license outlining which rights the copyright holder is willing to waive enables the general public to use such works more freely. Six general types of CC licenses are available, although some of them are not properly free per the above definitions and per Creative Commons' own advice. These are based upon copyright holder stipulations such as whether they are willing to allow modifications to the work, whether they permit the creation of derivative works and whether they are willing to permit commercial use of the work. As of 2009 approximately 130 million individuals had received such licenses. Criticism Some sources are critical of particular aspects of the copyright system. This is known as a debate over copy norms. Particularly to the background of uploading content to internet platforms and the digital exchange of original work, there is discussion about the copyright aspects of downloading and streaming, the copyright aspects of hyperlinking and framing. Concerns are often couched in the language of digital rights, digital freedom, database rights, open data or censorship. Discussions include Free Culture, a 2004 book by Lawrence Lessig. Lessig coined the term permission culture to describe a worst-case system. Good Copy Bad Copy, Documentary, and RIP, a remix manifesto, discuss copyright. Some suggest an alternative compensation system. In Europe consumers are acting up against the rising costs of music, film and books, and as a result pirate parties have been created. Some groups reject copyright altogether, taking an anti-copyright stance. The perceived inability to enforce copyright online leads some to advocate ignoring legal statutes when on the web. Public Domain Copyright, like other intellectual property rights, is subject to a statutorily determined term. Once the term of a copyright has expired, the formerly copyrighted work enters the public domain and may be used or exploited by anyone without obtaining permission and normally without payment. However, in paying public domain regimes the user may still have to pay royalties to the state or to an author's association. Courts in common law countries, such as the United States and the United Kingdom, have rejected the doctrine of a common law copyright. Public domain works should not be confused with works that are publicly available. Works posted on the internet, for example, are publicly available, but are not generally in the public domain. Copying such works may therefore violate the author's copyright.